The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the Masters Class. You can hear this each and every Sunday on the Busted Open Podcast is when this podcast drops. It's what the wrestling world is talking about the busted open masters class and it's because of our masters of the ring bully ray tommy dreamer mark henry don't forget if you like what you hear today subscribe to sirius xm because we are live monday through saturday 9 a.m to noon eastern time but this podcast is free please give us a five star rating we love to hear the feedback of the busted open podcast and today's topic is it begins with the entrance and that is about the entrance themes for wrestlers also is there a character or personality right now in wrestling that could do with a change in their entrance theme so let's start off with the world's strongest man mr mark henry uh mark you had one of the most iconic entrance themes uh how important was that entrance theme to you and your character Oh, it was very important to me, Dave, because it it got people fired up and in the right frame of mind. People knew when they heard my music that it coincided with my personality. I, I, I wanted to fight. I wanted to beat somebody. And I wanted somebody to take a drubbing. Now, it wasn't just uh, um, about wins and losses. It was about, you know, to quote the great Triple H's music, uh, is how you play the game. And I wanted people to come out of it, regardless of whether I won or lost, like, man, he beat the shit out of him. And and that's that's kind of what I went through. Now, And as a person who stood opposite that ring entrance, when that spotlight was on and I was with him when he had Teddy Long as manager, when he was by himself, the way he stood there, the way he walked and that like light glistening on his beads of sweat. And then like, I would also be like, I wonder if I'm going to get my wig split tonight. <laughs> um, but it was definitely like Mark said, it set the tone and I would feel the reaction, you know, of uh, definitely the mood is about to change uh, when his music would appear. I have never backed down from anybody in pro wrestling. But when Mark's music would hit and he would stand there, he was a very intimidating presence. 
just him standing there would make you take a step backwards and reconsider what you're about to get yourself into. Even though you knew what you were about to get yourself into was sports entertainment. Just the look on his face, just the mass of his body and the way he would look through you made you go, hmm, maybe today wasn't the best day to show up to work. <laughs> what are you shaking your head for? We're putting you over. I, I, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Mark, very I, true. Mark, in 2023, music is as important as it ever has been. You know, we've seen now you're with AEW. Tony Khan is getting the rights to music like Kansas for the elite and what he's done now with Brian Danielson and getting the final countdown. Music is important. Um, when you look at the landscape of pro wrestling right now, is there somebody, a personality, a character, a wrestler that could use a change in their entrance music. You know what? They, they already did one. They changed the entrance of the guns. Did you see the guns entrance looks like that's a tag team that's going to whoop your ass. They're going to outskill you. They're going to outclass you. The change subtly in the music, but more the production. And you look at Will Hobbs, the, the production uh, now they're doing the block out the sun shot that uh, me and Tom Stewart came out with. They're using that for Hobbs now. And I dig it. I'm all for it. But the one guy that I want to see his music change and I wanted to represent something of. I'm done being your whooping boy. I'm done being your boy. I'm done being referred to as a kid. And that's Jungle Boy. Yeah, you took my answer. No more boy shit for me. I'm a man. I'm going to come out there. I'm going to outclass you. I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm going to take your girl. Ooh. How about that? Ooh. It's one of those entrance themes where, you know what? People participate. Fans wave their hands. They sing along. For somebody like Jungle Boy and his new character, he can't have a song that's a sing-along. Can't do it. No, you know and you know what his new song should be? What? what is that? No music at all. Take it all away. Everybody give that man a round of applause. Thank you. you Thank go. you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. David, I know all you All he need is three spotlights. Boom. A spotlight when he comes out the curtain. Him walk in the dark. Stop. Boom. A spotlight in the middle of his, of his walk. Light goes away, walk in the dark. As soon as he gets on the stairs and he raises his hands up and all the lights come up in the arena, shit, <laughs> let's go. Jungle Boy be over as hell as a heel, not just as Jungle Boy. You got to call him something different. Can't call him Jungle Boy no more. I'm not a boy. Who you calling boy? You should cut the promo. Ass, man. And that's the exact promo he should cut. Who you call him, boy? I'm a grown ass man. Don't call me Jungle Boy anymore. My name is Jack Perry. And walk off. And you know, the moment yeah, he does that, the fans will start chanting Jungle Boy. Mm -hmm. Where is my pizza?
Jungle Boy. Uh, Dave, you had said for me to go last. I now do have a person, uh, and I will go last. But my biggest philosophy on this is what Bully had already said and Mark just preached. If it's a change in your character direction, I totally think you should go a, especially if you're a babyface going to a heel and you have a music, you have music like that that's going to really change your direction like jungle boy it's a happy song everyone's singing um it, it totally changes your character like oh crap this is a different person on the other side of it like a john moxley bully and i have discussed and uh very much on this show that they should take the wild thing away from him because, and they have yeah no it's it's fan interaction it's all that stuff so it's better that way and here's the biggest reason why, because when he becomes good again and Ugh. you play that song again, Ugh. they're just going to go amazing for it. Uh, I, I watched, I'm still behind on this week's Raw, and it was Cody followed by um, Steph, followed by one other person, and everyone is, oh, Nakamura. And everybody is like interacting with these songs, and I'm like, wrestling ring music is more important now than it ever has been for the presentation and identification of the wrestler walking out there with can, their can i ask y'all a question yes sir what music did you hear regardless of whether you was against them or with them you heard their music and you just got oh shit let's go it fired you up road warriors iron man I mean, I mean, as a fan, that's what it was for me. The the few times <clears throat> that they actually played Iron Man for the Road Warriors, as a fan, I, I just went crazy. And I do remember there was a, a, a WCW pay-per-view um, called Future Shock. And I believe they allowed the Steiners to use Welcome to the Jungle. Correct. And... You know, Guns N' Roses had just hit the scene. And when I heard the Steiners come out to welcome to the jungle, I'm listen, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Look, hair standing up on my on my arm. Um, and check out the vascularity in those forearms right there. Look at that oh thing. It looks like the 405 freeway. Um, that looks more like uh, uh. a tub. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, as a fan, I, I loved hearing real music. And that Tommy, I let me ask you this. You said that. Uh, AEW using uh, real music is the most important that it's ever been. I would challenge you on that and say that uh, uh, 50% of ECW's popularity is because it had the balls to use real music. Take the real music away from ECW. Take Man in the Box away. Take Enter Sandman away. Take Highway to Hell away. Take War Machine away. Yada, yada. Is ECW as successful as it was? No. Okay. I, I meant right now in the wrestling industry, not just like commercial music. I'm saying ring music. Um, I feel that's, it's that's what I'm saying. What got because you fired of fans, up? fans participation. I mean, everything gets me fired up like that way. Um, I'll never forget. And it didn't happen many times while I was in the ring, but it was next level. Austin's the glass breaking, uh, most times when I would hear the gong with the undertaker would still take me back as a fan 
And, you know, I didn't get to face him. I got to face the American badass, which was still cool, but it was it wasn't the gong, you know, and there, just was, the, there was two for me, Tommy. There was two. There was the kid, Mark Henry. And then there was the grown up Mark Henry. Whenever I heard do, 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 when I heard, boy, when I heard that JYD music hit, and I, I just, it, it made me stand up. I felt, man, I got goosebumps. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And to this day, whenever Batista's music hit, I walk along. Shit, man, I'll, I'll fight a bear. Every one of those bears in Dave Yard to get their ass beat if that music play. I'm telling you, man, like this is get me fired up. I listen to it in the gym. It's not my music. Side note, uh, you just brought up JYD. Uh, watched uh, a documentary on him this past week. I don't think I ever really knew or realized or was smartened up to just how over he was in Mid-South. Huh. Like how as a kid, you see him everywhere, come, dude. Yeah, but like I didn't really, I didn't really get it. Now I got it's just like I never really understood the heat that was generated in Memphis. Now I really get it. I mean, JYD. I mean, wow, because, you know, as a kid, JYD coming into the WWF, you know, that's what you kind of knew of it. He was like upper mid card guy every once in a while would tag with Hogan or every once in a while had the spot. But my God, um, how over he was back to the original conversation. Mark, Dave uh, fans, I'll never forget me and Tommy were driving one day. And this is probably in 2003, maybe early 2004. And I said to Tommy, I would give my left nut to be standing in the middle of the ring again and hear Sandman's music play. And at one night stand um, to be standing in the middle of that ring with Devon uh, after, you know, Tommy had made his entrance <clears throat> and then feeling that building and watching Sandman come out was an amazing, an amazing feeling. It was an amazing feeling because we knew what we were able to accomplish by actually getting this pay-per-view and this one night stand event on, but just to be there with everybody singing along and Mark, to your point about Taker with Tommy, I don't know if you brought it up. Me and Devon worked Taker in the Budokan in Japan, in the main event, a handicap match. And that was one hell of an entrance because this is the first time the WWE had been to Japan in like forever. And those fans were rabid for Taker that night. And that entrance was just so amazing. Bully, is there a wrestler right now that you think would help their personality and character with a change of music? Well, we talked about it a little bit already. Jungle Boy, obviously, with that very happy music that he's been coming out to since day one that has helped him get over with that AEW fan base. But now you get rid of the music. You can it. He comes out to absolutely nothing. Time to strip it all away 
from Jack Perry and turn him into a man. 2016, I'm standing backstage with John Moxley, and I told John, man, you remind me of a mixture between Terry Funk and Atsushi Onita. And uh, I think we all see that in him in certain ways. And I believe uh, uh, maybe a month <clears throat> before Mox started using Wild Thing on AEW, we actually talked about it on the show, Dave. Because of the Onita comparison, I thought that Mox should be using Wild Thing. Lo and behold, oof! Wild thing. Now I think they should. Well, they did take it away. The BCC has different music now. It's more ominous music. So Jack Perry and Moxley and the BCC are the ones where I'm glad that they're they they they've changed the music and hopefully will change the music for Jack Perry. And really quick before we get Tommy's response, Bully, for you because you've had different entrance themes at different times. Do you have one that's a particular favorite for you? My my real favorite entrance music in ECW was No Music at All. Um, uh, this is where my love for No Music comes in for heels because the Dudleys used to come out to Highway to Hell. <clears throat> it's a fun song. It's an upbeat song. You know, it's a good, great rock and roll song. It's a classic rock and roll song. It makes you happy. I told Paul, no more music. Strip it all away. Um now, when My you say own... Paul, when you say Paul, are you talking about Paul Heyman and ECW or our very own producer, Paul, who is the one who washed away all the music in, in, in the pro wrestling library? I'm shocked that you put Paul Heyman and producer Paul in the same sentence, same breath, same Even anything. So am I. I mean, so am I. I think you should go say 10 Hal Marys and three Al Fathers and make a novena, maybe light a candle. Uh, exactly. Um, personally, was Bombshell by Power Man 5000. I had realized that that song was on a WWE uh, CD and that they had licensed the song to WWE. I went to Kevin Dunn. I go, we own it or we have the rights to it. Love the song. Me and Devon would love to use it. They said yes. And that was it. Bombshell, upbeat music. It worked great with the, the you know, the, the, the bombs dropping at the beginning of our entrance. So bombshell for me. Uh, Tommy, obviously you have one of the most iconic themes and it's old school too because it's uh, it's music from outside of the copyright with Man in the Box by Alice in Chains. I thought it was actually a cool moment here on Busted Open. Tommy, when you interviewed Alice in Chains here on the show, um, I know that that entrance theme means everything to you because I would think that you get right into your character as soon as you hear that music. Thousand percent. Uh, I joke about it that it's on in a constant loop in my head, twenty four seven. Yes, for me, it represents everything that I loved about wrestling, everything I loved about being Tommy Dreamer. Uh, when I hear the WWE version, it never connected with me. Uh, when I hear my Impact version, never connected with me. When I retirement match, I'm going to beg and plead Tony Khan, "Hey, can I have my retirement match here?" And I will never wrestle again. And you have to get me man in the box. It's interesting to see if also with all the licensing, if it's in perpetuity, obviously we've seen um, with the AEW behind the scenes show that they were, they were showing, they didn't have that for that show. Um, but it's interesting to see if they're able to do that forever. Um, that's a whole other sidebar for me when, and this original topic is wrestlers that need a change in their ring music. Uh, I felt this should have happened a long time ago. Uh, and now that apparently Impact uh, re-signed him as Moose. 
Moose as a badass killer heel, I never bought it because of his music, because that one beat where everyone just goes moose and does a fist pump into them. It, it should have been a change. It should have been a dramatic. This is a different music because I'm a different character. I'm a mad, angry man. I've been in this company a long time already. And now this is my... um drive i mean how he won the world title where he took it from uh josh alexander when he you know cashed in uh his thing that you cash in uh and he got that title shot right after uh josh alexander beat christian and you know brought the impact world title back to an impact personality because it went from kenny omega to christian i just think he should have had it and still should have had a complete music change if he's going to be a badass heel because people reacting favorably towards him as a heel is a total disconnect for me. And even worse that I know that once his podcast drops, Moose will be texting me. Hey, I forgot one song, one original song that we grew up on as a kid. That was a huge deal. The one or two times we may have heard it for this one wrestler. Who? He only came out to it a couple times, I believe. And what we were Hulk Hogan. Oh, Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. Well, he used that. Yeah. He actually used that a lot because he used that in AWA right. before. See, I really then, didn't see him in the AWA, Dave. Yeah. I didn't. I, I so the first time I saw him was WWF. I was also going to talk about. I mean, it's an interesting dive, and I know we're going long here, but like you think of Edge, Edge turning his ring music to different ones at different times. But then when we finally heard that, you know, you think, you know, me at uh, in Houston at the rumble, it was just a friggin' explosion. And he did have commercial music. Um, he had a, I believe he had Rob zombie, right? Yes. For a while. Yes. And he's had different ring music. I was going to use Hulk Hogan from eye and the tiger to, real American. I mean, it's different. And then, you know, going to iconic, you know, uh, and when he was NWL Hulk and having purple haze, you voodoo know, child, it, oh, I'm sorry, voodoo child. Yep. Um, so it, it, it's, and dude, it's a, but why did Hulk do it? Well, he's smart because now he's a different persona. And that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning. If you're changing, think of that Hulk Hogan, and then think of when you hear the other song, Voodoo Child, what Hulk Hogan you picture. It's and you then know when, what? when the black when the red and yellow hit back, when you know, eventually he comes back to WWE, we went nuts. We went nuts for it live. And how awesome was it? It was like what? It was the next day after WrestleMania. Am I am I correct on this? Yes. Beautiful. Tommy and Tommy and Bully and Bully, you mentioned at the start and Tommy, you're absolutely right. I don't think there's any other wrestler that changed his music as often as Hogan did. And it was perfect for every era that he was involved in. You know, Bully, him coming out to Eye of the Tiger. Why did he come out to Eye of the Tiger? Rocky three had just come out and everybody knew Hogan now from Rocky three. But as soon as that was kind of no longer the big hot box office hit movie and he was in the WWF, you know, he changed it to Real American and Real American fit him perfectly. And that song was used for Mike Rotundo and Barry Windham. It was used for the U.S. Express. It wasn't even made 
for Hulk Hogan, but Hulk Hogan took it, made it his own, and it was perfect. And as you said, when he was in WCW and joined the NWO and became Hollywood Hogan using Hendrick, it, Hendrix, it was the perfect theme. So for a guy to change his song as often as he did, it was the perfect theme that per, that fit the character perfectly. And that's really the foundation and the basis of the masterclass today is about the foundation of music and how it's being used. Uh, Mark, Tommy, Bully, awesome show as always. Please subscribe to the Busted Open Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. We want to hear your feedback. And uh, again, if you love what you hear, subscribe to our daily live show on SiriusXM. We can be heard on Fight Nation Monday through Saturday from 9 to noon Eastern time. And you know what? We have new summer gear available at podswag.com slash busted open to get busted open merchandise hats shirts hoodies swimwear right now at podswag.com slash busted open for mark henry for tommy dreamer for bully ray this is dave lagreca we'll talk to you next time right here on busted opens the master's class the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 